minutes today. Um, (laughs) I have 15 minutes. Um, So welcome to another episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity, a podcast by me, Sam Hickman, a a woman um, who's who's just sort of like getting through her days and and (laughs) hoping it all turns out well in the end. Okay, so I have like a lot to cover because even though we had Philosophia last week, I fully took notes throughout the entire week of things that I did, things that I wanted to like points that I want to talk about. Um, and also we have a guest this week in the form of my dear sweet friend and soon to be yours, Ratha Patel. Um, anyway, my dear sweet friend Ratha is, um, she works for Gentle Radical. She's she's wonderful you'll you'll enjoy the you'll enjoy the interview it's at about 15 minutes because i was like i gotta i gotta keep this tight i gotta keep it tight um anyway anyway um thoughts that i had this week just like just in no particular order um so essentially it's just just i did a i did a wedding i did a wedding yesterday and i did a wedding fair today um but like the last two weeks it's essentially just been like busking my usual nonsense. Um, I truly, my sleep pattern is still ruined since Philo Sophia, just, just because. Um, okay, so I, I think my next album should be called Rosé and it should just be music for summertime barbecues. Like, I think that should be it. I think it just should be like a jazz fusion situation and you just put it on for barbecue. You know how like Solange's um, seat at the table was, was made for putting on at parties, allegedly, someone told me this. I don't know if it's facts. You don't come here for facts, science, or maths. Maths or English. Um, anyway, I think I should do that because I think, like, commercialization is real. And um, to be honest, my music isn't commercially viable at the moment. And I think if I made an album that was just designed to be summertime barbecue, people would love it. People will love it. Anyway, um, I'm on Bumble, the dating app. Thank you. I have gotten in trouble on there already um, because I just keep like asking (laughs) like, okay, okay. Firstly, Bumble requires like too much work from women. I'm just going to put this out there. It's like the feminist one because it's like women make the first move. And in reality, it's like women read men's profiles and then ask them questions based on the profile. And then sometimes they'll respond and read your profile and it's like what is this fucking mess you're just it's requiring more emotional labor from women while also like making itself out to look like like the feminist option it's it's yeah i i feel like i feel like okay my dream dating app and i know everyone wants to know this it's a combination of snapchat and tinder sninder okay okay because because the loon the like the lunacy of being in the dating app age is that we are expecting men to be not only like normal human men 
but we're also expecting them to be good writers and I feel like that's kind of expecting a lot from dum-dums like truly if a man truly okay if a man is dating me and and I can hold a conversation with him he doesn't need to be able to text me it's okay I'll probably see him every week anyway like I don't I don't I'm I'm here for a physical thing. I'm here for a face-to-face thing. I'm here for face-to-face confrontation rather than a, a witty back and forth. I'll I'll take a face-to-face confrontation over a witty back and forth any day. Anyway, um anyway, I want people to to fully be doing like videos of themselves because we're in the digital age and I want I want to be able to sit at my harp and be like, "Hmm, I'm a dumb slut." Um, <laughs> that is my um truly my my Bumble bio is I'm just a dumb slut looking for a hot meal and I am doing very well on that app. So men don't like smart women. Men don't like smart women, accomplished women or women with like a lot of like interesting things to say. This is what I'm finding. Um, This is what I am finding. Um, And I'm doing very, very well on there. What else would I say? What else would I say about it? Um, Oh, oh. Why do guys think owning a house is like an impressive thing? Like it just it's just saying my parents are rich. Like truly, like I I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed when guys are like own house, own car, I'm like same. <laughs> like same, exactly the same. We we are the same person. Um but one thing that I truly love, just coming off of hinge, because hinge is trash, um, and not going onto Tinder because Tinder again is trash, is um it thrills me to see these cis hat men on multiple apps because it's like because it's it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I'm just like, oh, you are you are doing a lot of work here. Like, you have multiple apps on your phone just to try and find someone to suck your dick. Like, <laughs> is it working? And is it worth it? And if you work it, let me work it. Anyway, um, so PRS. I finally filled out my PRS. <laughs> Thank you. Performing Rights Society. For those of you who don't know what it is, um, they basically pay you um, whenever you do stuff. Um, and if it's your music, they pay you, they pay you money for it. Um, I didn't fucking know this until literally this year, but it's a one-off 100-pound membership. I wish someone would have told me this and then I was talking to my dear sweet friend and yours everyone's fave Rachel Hare and she was like yeah they give you like seven pounds for playing at a PRS venue and I'm like I was at the Hilton for two years every single weekend that's like that's like a lot of money anyway um yeah I I don't know why it took me truly this long to be able to like understand the what they wanted I feel like I feel like this is the year where I'm like oh I have all of the information they need like this is that year um and I don't I I didn't do anything like original beforehand so don't tell anyone but I don't I didn't have an original thought until 2018 uh, when I started the podcast I'm sorry everyone anyway anyway um they so they it's truly like how many barriers of entry can they put in there for PRS they were like um so they, you have to like fill in the online application and then you have to print the online application and you have to send it to them. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Just let me, just let me send, just let me do this in an email. Like, what? 
But why? Like, I paid online, I filled out the application online, all I had to do was sign and date it, and send them a copy of my driver's license. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was, and then, and then it's like, we'll be back with you in 28 days, um, and they already processed it, so now I remember, and now I actually have to do the work to kind of, like, type it all in, and be like, they played me on the radio, give me money. Um, so that's exciting. So that's exciting. Um, another thought I had was I just want to be famous enough that people don't ask me about my accent. That's, that's like, that's like a goal. I think that's something that I should really aim for in this world is just not having to explain my accent anymore. Not having to explain my accent anymore. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I went on a date as well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It was from Hinge um, before I deleted Hinge. Um, and the greatest line that I've ever said on a date was, um, you get this, I'll get next time. And then I said, if there even is a next time, I don't know how I felt about this one. Um, and guess what? He, he ghosted me, but I got drunk. So who's winning now? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm just like trying to get through the day here. I don't know. I just don't know anymore. Sarah came home and now I've been thrown off whatever it was that I was trying to say in my world. Um, I remember now. Anyway, so I'm like, I'm not paying for shit anymore. I spent so many years being like, oh, we'll go half. I see a future with you. Feminism. And now I'm like, no, no, you're paying for this. I literally had to sit here for an hour and entertain you. You're paying me. You can't, like, I'm either going to invoice you for my time or you're paying for dinner. I'm, that's just it. I, like, I don't care if you're a Nobel Peace Prize winner. I'm still working here. Like, this is truly, this is an exchange. And if I'm not, like, if I'm not suitably being reimbursed through emotional labor, then, um, guess what? You are paying for drinks. That's it. Um... That being said, like truly, I'm just like, I am better than you. And that's how I'm gonna just start every single, every single little like thing that I have to do in this world. Anyway, that being said, I will give any man the benefit of the doubt and a second or maybe a third date. I truly, I, I don't need chemistry. I, I'm just a one woman show constantly. Um, so I saw on Instagram someone that I follow use the hashtag no days off and I think I'm the opposite of that. I'm like every day off, like truly, truly every, because I am retired, but also because, um, I just, I don't understand this like millennial burnout culture. Um, millennial burnout culture, but you know who aren't millennials? The Tory leadership. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. There are so many Tory candidates running to be like leader of the conservatives and prime minister. I think they should do a pageant, like a full pageant. I think they should all get into gowns, every single one of them. And they should all be made to like show us their special skills. Like I want, <laughs> I want someone being like, don't go breaking my heart. Like I'm just out of tune. I really, really would like to see Michael Gove sing, don't go breaking my heart. Um, just like, wow, I did ask a guy on Bumble, I was like, who's your favorite? And he was like, that's like asking which is my favorite just like disease. And I was like, yeah, it's like, it's like, which serial killer do you most look like? It's, it's truly that. It's like, it's the best of the bad bunch. Anyway, Sam gets political. Um, so I have no emails this year and I, and I kind of hate it, but I also kind of like it. It's, I don't know how I feel about it, but... 
I just, I, I just don't have, like, I sat down this week to, like, quote-unquote, do some work at my kitchen table, and then I realized I had nothing to do. I'm just like, well, what do, what do I do? What, am I supposed to just sit here and just look out the window and drink tea? And yes, that's what I did. Um, but that being said, I'm doing fine. I did get rejected from the Horizons project again, and I think I'm I think I'm getting to the point where I'm like, oh, maybe my music isn't for you. Like, maybe you're not the audience for it. Um, I'm not a white boy with a guitar. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a beautiful woman with a harp. Thank you. Anyway, um just truly like what why? I just like I I think I've like I I don't oh, I don't I don't know anymore I don't know anymore I don't know anymore Sarah's in the house and it's throwing me off um I'm just gonna finish on oh 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 I'm just gonna finish on this okay so the delightful cat Deerfield came around this week um to record women talking about Star Trek Voyager thank you uh in two weeks time we will have finished the first season so if you want to binge watch that now and listen up and catch up you don't have to but it's fun it's fun to hear us talk about soup um anyway so I went and got a sandwich because I was busking in the morning and then I went and got a sandwich because I was like, I have like an hour turnaround. I'm just going to, and there's nothing in the house. So I went and got a sandwich from a local family run sandwich shop. Um, and I was paying in cash as I'm ought to do with local independent businesses. Um, and the guy gave me a pound and like, so there was a woman getting like two lattes and the guy gave me a pound back in change. And like, as, as I was receiving it, as I was scooping my little hand under his, it he just dropped it and it went straight into a cup of coffee. Like, and it was like a latte. So there was no splash. I was like, that just, that just went straight into a cup of coffee. <laughs> So I just like, I just had to be like, I was like, keep the change. No, I fully like, I did say that. And he was like, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll really make this cup of coffee for this nice lady. I just like came into a nice local business and just ruined everything. Anyway, anyway, um, my favorite thing this week, um, okay. My favorite thing this week, Architectural Digest does a series of like house tours of very expensive houses. Um, and the estate agents have clearly never seen a single house before. Like truly, truly, like truly these estate agents have never seen a house before. And this is Architectural Digest. And like, like there are these estate agents walking you through and it's clearly like they know the price and sometimes they know who built the house. That's, that's about it. It's never like, and it's never like looking at like interesting things that have been done in the home that like, like you could do this in your own house. Like, like truly it's, it's none of that. It's always like, look, there's a pot filler and I'm not impressed by a pot filler above a, a hob. Okay. A pot filler for those of you who don't currently binge watch, um, architectural digest house tours. It's, it's like a, it's like a tap on top of your hob, your cooker, so you can fill up pots. You know how you're constantly filling up pots on your hob because you're constantly making pasta, I guess. I guess. Like it's it's not useful. It's not it's not useful. Also, I feel like I'm constantly like putting water in the kettle and then using boiling water, 
when making things because it's just quicker than boiling water on the hob. Um, anyway, I'm not impressed by that, but these arc these estate agents clearly are just amazed by everything in the house um and they're always like look, pointing at things that are not necessary it's truly like like look at this chair and you're like the, the house doesn't come with the chair don't, don't we i don't care about the chair whoever buys this house is this 10 million pound townhouse is just gonna like get it down like truly they're just gonna remodel it anyway oh it's wonderful it's wonderful so i was watching one the other day and it was, um, it was, it was like an, it was like a, like a, um, uh, like a 1910s, 19, like 1920s house, uh, in Southern California. And it was like based around, um, when it'll come to me, it'll come to me, um, like Latin American, Aztec, Aztec, um, like Aztec architecture was really in during, I want to say like the 1920s, 1930s. I, I, you don't come here for fax maps or, or architectural digest information. Anyway, um, so this woman is showing you around this house and it's clear that she's never seen a house before. She's like, truly like, look at the tiles. (laughs) Like, look. Some molding. Like, like this house has been fully restored to, like, its original. And it's, like, got all of these, like, this, like, famous architects, like, stuff. I, this is definitely a video worth watching because this woman is just wandering around, like, look a bed. Seen a bed? <laughs> like, it's so stupid. It's, like, it doesn't, they don't show you the things that you want to see. Anyway, she's, she's doing a tour of the gardens, which is not, they don't have gardens. It's, like, a small patio. And she's, like... Up here we have the rose garden and she's like talking all about the roses and all the different types of roses. Um the camera shows the camera shows you the plant, which um is not a rose, and then they show you the tag and it's a fucking camellia. Like <laughs> Okay, this this won't be funny for people who aren't gardens. Um a camellia is a type of bush that has flowers that are red. That's essentially it. Could you confuse a rose with a camellia? No, because they bloom at completely different times of year. Like a camellia is the kind of like the red blossoms. They sometimes are pink or sometimes white that come out kind of like January, February, kind of March time. Roses come out kind of May to June to July. Like truly like this woman, I I don't know. Also, also camellias are bushes. And like they're evergreen shrubs, this is not fun for anyone. Anyway, um, that really, just I would I would recommend if you're ever in the mood to be like, I want to watch someone wander through a very very expensive house and tell me nothing important about the house. Like I want I want someone to be like, look, and there's a separate bathroom here. Like truly, I was watching one the other day, and the guy was like. And here's this this guest bathroom, and look, there's another toilet through the shower. And he didn't even, it, it was like, and then he was like, that's really handy. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, truly, so this, okay, this house had, like, it was like a toilet bathroom full situation, like, shitter and sink, and then a shower. And then on the other side of this walk-through shower was another toilet. And you're like, how is that useful? How is having to, like, are you gonna poop in front of someone at a party? No, no. Also, if you're using that separate secret toilet, 
and you come out of, and you walk through the shower and there's someone still sat on the other toilet, that's going to be humiliating for that other person. Unless they're into that. I don't know. Maybe it's a way to make a friend, I guess. Anyway, I need to go to this 10 million pound loft and um, make a friend by stumbling on into them on the toilet. Um, anyway, uh, for good house tours and good interior things, I would um, highly recommend you watch the YouTube series, um, the New York Magazine YouTube series called Interior Lives. Um, it's completely useless. It's completely useless, but the people are very interesting. And um, a woman gives a sum up like she does like a summation of like what they did in their house that you could do in your house and it's not like practical things it's not like encouraging natural light by using mirrors or like a glossy matte paint like a glossy dark paint will look good in a glossy in a in a dark room because it'll really like pop everything else um it's truly like integrate color into your life <laughs> it's like it's like whimsical chairs it's truly just nonsensical nonsense nonsensical bullshit anyway um Amy Sedaris did one and it's a delight it's a delight she's just wandering around it's a classic Amy Sedaris bit where she's just like look at all this fake food <laughs> like she's in her kitchen and she's just like look at this fake spoiled meat it's amazing I would recommend it um would recommend it um also I would recommend you watch uh, the other two it's on four on demand um and it's a delight it has Molly Shannon in it and Wanda Sykes and it's a delight anyway Anyway, that's enough of me monologuing at you. Because I know you're all busy. And I know you all have places to be. And I know you all have lives to live. Um, and, and I'll let you get on with it. Anyway, here is the delightful, the delightful my friend rather. Um, talking to me about all things Gentle Radical, their fundraiser, everything like that. And here is the interview. So I'll see you all next week. But here's me from like two weeks ago talking to you. Bye-bye. Anyway, anyway, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Uh, here we go. Oh my goodness. And we are I don't are think that worked, did back. it? Yes, it did. Don't question. You're the guest. Anyway, I have a special guest in the studio today. They are an activist, an icon. Roxanne Gay follows them on Twitter. No, they do. Well, we don't know. I mean, I'm putting it out there. This comes out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> she could literally be like, there we go, follow. She's my friend, so I'll just get her to follow you. No, she's not. <laughs> You think Roxanne Gay is my friend? We will be friends eventually in the in the wonderful world that I live. Me and Roxanne Gay are already friends, but we're not quite friends yet. Why does she get to be your friend before she gets to be my friend? Well, she we're probably already friends with her. She just doesn't follow you on Twitter yet. Oh, anyway. yeah. <laughs> yeah, live it, dream it, be it. Okay. Anyway. Just put it up. Today's hyper-local celebrity and guest on the podcast is... Radha Patel. There you go. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's Hi. Hi, Sam. Thanks for coming. That's okay. I keep doing like like 
like long chats with people before podcast recording. Yeah, we had a big chat over lunch. Halfway through, and I'm just like, did we cover this or did we just talk about it during lunch? Uh, Ugh, yeah. Well, this. it's okay. We can always extend on the topics that we yeah. spoke about yeah. over lunch. Okay, so for people who don't know who you are, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Oh, you this is the bit that those. I hate so much. Sell yourself. This Sell is the yourself. bit that I hate so much. Okay, I hate selling myself. Okay, so my name's Rather. I work for Gentle Radical, which if you live in Cardiff, you should probably know, about. know. Yeah, you should know about. And if you don't, you're a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I um, said it, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I'm just gonna like plug that we have a fundraiser. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, and a, and a website. Why, that's so you why should. I invited yeah, you on the podcast on, yeah. to, so we could talk so, about the fundraiser. Yeah, so um, yeah, go spend some money um on our fundraiser and go look us up. Um, Gentle Radical does like workshops and oh, film screenings. Gentle Radical. Oh, I should really explain like yeah. what we do for people that don't know. Everyone's like listening um, to this podcast and like, am I a racist? So no. <laughs> maybe we just don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Um, so Gentle Radical is an is an arts organization that um, like works at, at, like towards social change and social justice, but like with a cultural practice, like through cultural praxis. Um, and so we create like events and platforms and projects and all kinds of like creative spaces that make culture and arts accessible to minority communities and like create work that um really like brings communities together but in like a way that's like really fluid and really genuine and really um culturally and economically sensitive so that communities who um aren't like like aren't included in like mainstream culture or um like really feel like there's a space for them and like we run a bunch of things and we have a I'm like really nervous you're doing great you can look at our website and also we have a fundraiser so give us all your money and we'll talk about the fundraiser in a little bit yeah you're a really good podcasters thank you (laughs) the the um the secret to it is just to interrupt people as much as possible also don't play with the stand it'll mess up the mic and you'll come up weird Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna move it away from you. <laughs> okay. There we go. Oh my goodness. Are you like originally from Cardiff? Like No, well, I'm I'm Welsh born and Welsh raised. Uh, yeah. And I'm Welsh never leaving at this point. Um <laughs> they took away my passport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I live uh kind of like Porth Callway. Oh Yeah. So I used to live with my parents. Because they get free food. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Why leave? <laughs> Why leave? And we have lots of TV, so that's always a good benefit. And if I moved to Cardiff, I'd have to pay rent. I'm not going to do that. It's ridiculous. It's, I'm not going to do it's that. It's a scam. 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 Um, and so, yeah, but I moved to Cardiff. Uh, it's like that age You should just do what it's I like, did and just the... have your parents buy you. Yeah. <laughs> Give you a big old deposit. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could, but they're like they're they're my sister's getting married next year, so yeah. she's ruined all of my plans. Oh my for god, that. and I'm playing at your sister's yeah, wedding. You are. You're playing at my sister's wedding. I'm so excited. Yay. And so um yeah, basically, um 
I like I can't really ask them for anything yeah. like that because she stole my moment. You gotta wait. She stole all of the money. No, mm. <laughs> <laughs> she's just... gonna have a big old wedding. Yeah. Um, streamers. Streamers. So wait, is it? It's in. It's in the Guildhall in Swansea. So it's, it's in like Brangwen Hall. Yeah. Is it the same thing? It's the same thing, but I can't oh, say really? Branwyn, and I didn't Branwyn know Hall. how that's how you said it. Branwyn Hall, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the big one in Swansea. It's a big one. It's a big one. It's gonna be next summer. Like... You can all come. No, don't, don't. Please don't turn <laughs> it's up. It's like a five hundred person wedding. Is it? Like the venue is like five hundred oh. people. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's well, I I don't know how many people they're inviting, Ooh. but it's gonna be a lot of people. Yeah, you are. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be really good, and hopefully, like by this time next year, I'll be really skinny. Yeah, so. same. <laughs> same. I'm, we're gonna just be so skinny. Yeah, we can both be skinny for a wedding. Oh. We'll get like the weird reverse stretch marks that people get. People get reverse stretch marks. Yeah, they're like, they're like, it's like when your skin elasticity like. Wait, do you not? Wait, is this actually a thing? I never have like so- reverse like- stretch marks because I've never <laughs> been that thin. I just have the regular kind of stretch marks. <laughs> and like the, the other day, like, okay, so I know I have like stretch marks in like certain places. Yeah, same. And that's fine. I'm like, we that's totally fine. Literally all do. Yeah. So I'm like, it's totally fine. And then the other day, like, you know, when you're like, you're moisturizing and you're just like, you're naked and you're doing your thing. And Different then I, people. Yeah. I'm never naked. Oh, okay. <laughs> There were so many like, mirrors here. I'm like, like, no, no, no. Um, I was like, I was like, I, uh, I like lifted my belly up to like moisturize underneath, and I was like, shit, stretch marks like underneath here. They were like, just like, like on the stretch yeah, marks. they were like stretch marks on the stretch marks that I didn't know about. I was oh, like, no. oh, what? I didn't even know about these. <laughs> this doesn't seem I fair. Like, I, I was like, I'm never moisturizing under there again because I don't want to see them. Leave it. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Where are your stretch marks? Um, like my my thighs on like my lower back, and it like looks really weird. Oh, lower back. Yeah, my lower back. Like and where? Yeah, and it looks like, like middle. Yeah, like here, and like oh, I say here. <laughs> yeah, it's a podcast. <laughs> it's a, yeah, here, like like middle of the lower yeah, back. Yeah, and it looks like a like a vortex. Oh. It looks and like, like a it looks like like a vortex or a cat's cradle. Oh. Uh, so it's pretty cool. And then on the hips, everybody's got them on the hips. Um, yeah. and I then, have the worst story about this. Are you ready? Yeah, this go. is like the worst. Like, hmm, so skinny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I the last time I ran Cardiff Half Marathon. Thank you. Hold your applause till the end. It was my second time doing it. Thank you. Hold your applause to the end. I did it in under two hours. Thank you. Oh. Hold your applause to the end. Anyway, I get back and I take off my shorts and I take off my little like iPod shuffle that I had. Does this date this story? Who knows? I, you don't know my technology situation. I could still have that iPod shuffle. Um, and I and I like take off my shorts and there's like a line and I'm like, is this from my is this from my iPod? And it's just just a stretch mark. It was like and a- I, it was like the first one and oh! I spent. I spent like a good like week being like, oh, that line oh. hasn't gone away yet. You didn't know it was a stretch mark. I didn't mark. know what they were. Oh, man, I could be dying here. But... I, was like, I was like, did it cut me? <laughs> also, like after doing like a very long endurance like exercise yeah. and like training for it and everything, I'm like ah, there's a little mark on the oh, side. Oh my goodness! So yeah, I'm cute. the best worst version of myself. <laughs> Aren't we all? I was just like, what is this? <laughs> oh my goodness. Ugh. 
stretch marks are they're okay i feel yeah. like as i get older i'm just like oh okay well they're there yeah there. Oh. <laughs> great cool oh, okay oh. Uh, we're women and we're talking about stretch marks on a podcast yeah go feminism <laughs> yeah we love yeah. our bodies yeah. oh my goodness anyway um um go for it ask me more questions oh okay what's your favorite color <laughs> Do you like my outfits? It's pink now. Um, okay, so I really like the shade of pink, but I like a slightly lighter shade. It's like almost like a like a nude pink. Yeah, yeah. Like and I have a, I have a lot of bras that have been dyed that color. Oh. I'm like, oh yeah, I like that. Like by accident? Yeah, yeah. No, by accident. Like, <laughs> like completely by accident. They started red. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like off white. Some of them started like really nice white, and now they're gray. I was like, oh. Um, yeah, yeah. This I like that kind over. of shade of pink beige because i um for some reason moved into this house and painted my office beige <laughs> and then i was like oh no wonder i was depressed it's really nice though yeah and now it's pink and sam it's... where do you get this crown from oh the delightful taylor green who has been on the podcast okay um, she made that for you yeah he made it um and it's like it, it was on my album cover um it's Album yeah, cover and everything. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's wow. it's, it's worryingly intricate because it's like three layers, and then there's like jewels on the front. So, do they make those? Th- yeah, he made it on like a whim. He made. <gasps> Wow. Um, he was like going to an event and he just made it and then I went into a shop in Castle Emporium when it was still in Castle Emporium um, for those of you who don't know who Taylor Green is you can go and listen to the Fierce Bitch episode of this podcast where I interview him at his new um, his new workshop in um, in someplace Roth, somewhere in Cardiff behind Butterfly Fabrics um, oh really yeah oh. it's like a warehouse it's like an adventure for everyone involved it's beautiful yeah is that a bird that's a bird there's a bird at my window there's a couple birds at my window anyway yeah you want to wear it no, <laughs> no the, I couldn't for the podcast I couldn't possibly <laughs> maybe afterwards okay maybe afterwards anyway anyway so what was like the so you did a screening today for Gentle Radical <clears throat> We did, so we Tell did. us more about it. Oh, okay. As if I've so, never seen a movie before. Um, so Gentle Radical has been running a film club for like 15 years. It was like, it was the film club that was originally founded by Rabab, who founded yeah. Gentle Radical. And originally it was like a space for, for women, like a safe space for, like for all women, but for minority ethnic women to be able to watch independent and international cinema because like... Yeah, well, or like the you know sometimes people call it like world yeah. cinema, which is like a bit and of it a could weird mean thing. anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like it's a big place. Yeah, the world is a really big place. <laughs> There's lots of it's languages. It's a bit like calling it Earth cinema. Yeah. it's like yes, this is Earth. It's cinema. just like world music as yeah. well, and you're like, <laughs> it's like what part music? of the world? Yeah, it's like ah, this is Western music, and then there's world music. Yeah. Like, and then all you other people. Yeah play music on every the other instrument um <laughs> all together and sometimes those instruments just played by different people <laughs> um, um yeah so today was like the first of like very many intergenerational film screenings so mm-hmm. last year we kind of like uh, like last year we uh, launched a space for older people in Cardiff so for older people to get together and watch films and um, and we did that a couple of times and then we kind of tried 
um, a really cool intergenerational screening where it was like older people and then women, like women of all ages, because it was like our longest standing audiences yeah. and our newest audiences. And that went down like really well. And then afterwards, <clears throat> we were like thinking about intergenerational stuff for a very long time. Um, and like, uh, and I don't know, it makes it makes more sense, I think, um, because you know how like, okay, so like the way that like, I guess people get separated because of the way that funding is, people get separated into like yeah. BAME communities over here and then the queers are like yeah, over here. Because you can only be one. Yeah, I guess you can only be one. <laughs> you can and only then, be one. Yeah, and then like young people here and then and like, then, like older class. people here. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. And so we want to do like, like, it's not that we don't want to do like just women only spaces like we're obviously gonna keep honoring that but we wanted to do that kind of like start to do less of that and more of like bringing everybody together yeah and we feel like it works like it worked so well today and it was just so nice and it was really great to just like bring people who wouldn't usually like meet or find the spaces to meet together and also it's really good we were kind of talking about it yesterday um it means that like we can because like for ages like we were like how do we create a space for people who are like gender fluid or people who are non-binary like and also keep these spaces women only or safe and and like actually this is like the best way that we could like come about it i think like it's a round way because it means that like everybody has a space that and like it's you know, and everybody has like a safe space because like we're very committed to keeping these spaces like very safe and very open. And we were thinking about like the next film and we wanted to do something about like, like something about like some some kind of film to do with like, like queerness and like, uh, like, and I have a film in my, I actually have a film in my- Ooh, what film is it? Um, this film called Sunday Church. Uh, I don't that know I that I saw the trailer for it like last year or the year before and I thought it was so beautiful and um, it's just again like when you're thinking in these categories of like women, young people, queers, older people it's hard to slot it in oh, yeah. but if we say it's intergenerational it's like oh actually it works for everyone you know because yeah. actually it's like sometimes these things work for everyone so um, I... Yeah, so I'm really excited about it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I love the film club and um, there's currently like a fundraiser and an appeal going. So yeah. if you want to give us money, please do that. And if you want to sign up to our mailing list, do that because we run a whole bunch of other um, things. Shall we talk about the fundraiser? Yeah. What's it for? The fundraiser It is... will be in the in the show notes of this if you want to oh, give them some goddamn you. money. That's so cute. Um, oh, gosh. Um, okay, so... Um, Start at the beginning. Well, we're, we're creating a cultural hub. Yeah. Like a... I guess it's like a... Dr- <laughs> I said, like the WMC. Yeah, it's kind of like a... Dr- it's kind of like a dream... Um, almost because it means that like Gentle Radical have a base to be able to create projects from and like create projects like longer term so we're not really interested like we've never been interested in like like you know we don't want you never want to tokenize communities and I guess like a lot of our work comes from like the opposite of that whereas like you really want to be able um, 
because like the thing with like all minority communities is that like people end up being a tick box and yeah. diversity ends up becoming like this trend yeah whereas, and then like, like all subsequent art is made for yeah the, the mass audience exactly yeah. exactly and it's like and there's like a, a power dynamic in that actually yeah. um and so like gentle radical is basically creating a cultural hub out of the Wyndham street center in riverside we're going to be based there like very part-time but it will mean that we'll have um a space to be able to like grow a community um and to really take care of a community and to really like work with them creatively um to deliver like social change and to like really strengthen communities and bring them together because you know like a lot of people live on the stream street and they don't even know each other um like that's kind of what happens like all the time like everywhere even like where i live sometimes um not here because i'm very nosy ah so cute (laughs) um and so like having this cultural hub will mean that like communities can actually have and like all communities can have like a really safe space to be able to develop cultural fluencies and like have access to like really interesting exciting contemporary like projects and workshops and film nights and just like it it means that we're like we're able to just like work with one community sustainably and then just like grow it yeah you know that's the kind of um that's the big idea yeah yeah and it's super important and like i will say that like if you wanted to destroy the world like it's pretty easy to do it like there are lots of models to be able to destroy the world you're like oh i could take this path and i could take this path and you know you just you'd build your power and you do it um, it's called capitalism yeah it's called capitalism <laughs> you'd build your power and you do it and it's pretty easy to do like yeah. it's pretty easy to just be like i don't care about these people and i will just like make my own way but what we're really interested in is like models that make change yeah. like and like there are very few like there are very like few models that are successful and sustainable um you know and that's not to say that they don't exist and we're like the only ones creating these models but we really want to create one in cardiff one that's like really grounded and like rooted in like deep change and like love for this city and like wider context for this planet um and like yeah that's that's the model that we're trialing and so yeah something that i always learn is that like it's like it's quite hard like even with the film screening sometimes it's like hard to um it's like quite hard to figure out sometimes like oh are we doing the right thing with this or are we doing the right thing making things intergenerational are we how how do we do this but actually like the the great thing is that like we have the the space to be able to trial that and not in a way that's like oh we'll just like like you know it's like it's not some kind of like floozy experiment it's like actually we get to like figure out what the best way to create that change is but like obviously with like knowledge of how to do that behind it like rooting it up what's the fundraiser specifically for for the Wyndham Street Centre okay great yeah so if you wanna if you wanna donate to it I can leave a can we leave a link yeah it's in the it's in the show notes thank you so much give him some money 
Um, the website, you were like, we have a website Oh, yeah, now. we just have a website. Is it it's gentleradical.org. It so you can go. do it. It is kind of new. Yeah. There you go. Go oh have a look goodness. at it. Oh, sorry. I feel like I rambled. No, we're, I was going to ask some follow-up Okay. Well. Oh, my goodness. How's, how's your summer going? Oh, it's going very well. I started yeah. exercising. We talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. I started yeah. exercising, which is really nice. It's the best thing, um, mainly because I get to eat. Like I get. I feel like that's counterintuitive. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm like, oh, but the thing that motivates me to exercise in the morning is like being able to have a really big breakfast. Same. It's the best thing. But I don't. I skip the exercise. <laughs> so cute. Um. Yeah, and also my mum, who's like, you have to get skinny for your sister's wedding. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, Those spring rolls you brought were so really good. good. They were from Madavs in. In, what am I doing in Riverside? Sorry. In Riverside. <laughs> You're just like, and the street direction. No, was, yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> if oh. you want to find it from the city center. Yeah, I was like, just go down oh this goodness. road. Anyway, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's okay. I hope it was like enjoyable. I know, I'm so shy. I'm sorry. I'm so shy. You did great. Um, so, final little plugs. Where can people find you online? Oh, you can follow me on Twitter at Radha underscore Sophia with a PH. Yes. Yeah. I'm very famous on, no, no, famous on Twitter. No, no, You are. Not. My Twitter handle is Canolialism because that's how my dad pronounces cano- colonialism. Oh, that's adorable. It's so adorable. No one is allowed to tell him that it's wrong. <laughs> You're like, guys, so don't ruin this. Yeah. That's amazing. Canolialism. Oh my goodness! And the gentle radical fundraiser goes on until like another it? two months. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. You've got plenty of time, even if you're catching up on episodes and you're listening to this now. Go donate. Um, and then gentle radical they can find at gentle gentle just gentle radical. You can Google it. Yeah, there you go. We're you everywhere. Can, we're you all can over fucking Google it, and everything will be in the show notes. Anyway, are you looking forward to anything? Is anything? Oh, I'm looking forward to anything. Anything coming up? That my you wanna... boss is away for like three days. So you're gonna. I'm gonna binge watch TV. Cause trouble. Gonna binge watch TV and exercise and do lots of admin. Oh my goodness. Got lots of lots of lots of admin to do. Screenings are fun, but there's lots of admin. Wow. <gasps> so oh my goodness. Well. Thank you so much for coming Thank you so much and for being on the podcast. Me. I have been singing harps to hyperlocal celebrity Sam Hickman, and you have been Rella, and this has been Hyperlocal Celebrity, a podcast by me. Bye bye.